Sorry I didn't see you there, this is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time mouse sheen is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Hey, Becca, how's it going? Still going. Still going? <laughs> yeah, I haven't really, like, I'm still just adjusting to mm-hmm. life as a work-from-home girly. I know. I noticed you changed your Twitter name to work-from-home girly, and I said, like, who yeah. am I following? I can ne- when, well. I ever, when I ever, like, want to tag you in something or, like, want to look you up, I can never type in Becca Stogner because it won't come up. No, I before this for the whole month of January and February, I had Mr. Wonka. I am a teacher of geography is my Twitter name. Mm. For basically all of 2021, it was a run by fruiting. Yeah. Which was such a good one. And I kind of didn't want to change it, but I just felt like I'd had it for too long. Right. I mean, you gotta, you gotta switch. It up. I was thinking about changing my Instagram name the other day, but because I get so embarrassed about it. Why? Because it's real Hunter Martin. Yeah, and every and for a while people were like, Real Hunter Martin. It's like, yeah, I was like, it was a joke when I made it, like, haha, I'm gonna cause that's when celebrities started making theirs their Instagrams it was like official so and so, official Yeah, wasn't that before like blue checks? Yeah. Yeah. And so I like made it as a joke and then it kind of stuck and now it's just been too long. Well, your Twitter used to be official hunter. I, I made my Instagram and Twitter around the same time. So it's not my fault. One of my good friends, Instagram's username is his first name and then the G and his last name. <laughs> so that's worse. I like it when it's a play on a play on your name, like a like like a saying and your name is kind of in the saying. Yeah. Like mine. Hunter doesn't really have it. So anything. mine used to be, hey, it's Rebecca. And then mm-hmm. I don't go by Rebecca anymore because it like feels weird to do. Right. I mean, so many of my friends just were like called me Becca, and that's how this became a thing. So I just want like in way of keeping that, I just changed it to Hey Oh, it's Becca, and that's just Hey Oh. That's what it's always been. Hey Oh. Even though I never say Hey Oh like ever. Hey Ho, remember that song by the Lumineers? Course. I've been trying to do it right. I kind of miss that era of pop. Lonely night. Right. Remember, remember <laughs> the uh, the era of pop where all the other kids with the bummed up kicks. And yes, we're like, that's Wait. the one I'm talking about, sort of. Well, Wait, the, that's not by. Is that by a different band or is that still by the Lumineers? So no. Okay, yeah, but it was like <laughs> like a guy like in a smoking room with a guitar, and someone's like on the side like banging like a steel yeah. trash can. I remember when every song on the radio was like banjos and horns and people going oh hey whoa ooh, and i miss it i want it back uh mumford, maybe in 2020. mumford and sons created the scene and then they abandoned that scene like completely i know <laughs> did i feel like imagine dragons like when they first started out was like that it was it definitely was another another hey <laughs> i hate I loathe every song from that era, like with a passion. I'm on top of the world. Hey, no, that one's I'm fine. On That's the from the early hey. days. That was my when I did second of the day. Yeah. If anyone's familiar with and that app, and it looped like four times in your. <laughs> well, because yeah. I did an intro and the the beginning kind of looped for a minute. Because I wanted one song that would last the entirety. Yeah, and that wasn't it. But 
That wasn't it. But you, you know, know what is it? What? You know what is it? What? Some Disney 411. I was going to say, you know what makes me feel on top of the world is some Disney 411. <laughs> <laughs> Whose segue was right. better? I don't know. Comment. Comment down below. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. Disney 411. All right. First story. Um, Vanessa Hudgens revealed the wild moment she saw a High School Musical post about Gabriella, and it wasn't about her. So, this is like a good segue to talk about the SAG Awards, because this happened during an interview of the SAG Awards, and it started looking like a Disney Channel premiere, because not only was Vanessa Hudgens there, Selena Gomez was there, also Emily Osment. Why? And they were all, Why were they there? They were all nominated. Well, you know, SAG Awards nominates the cast and uh, individual performance. Okay. Yeah. So, Vanessa, I think, was nominated for Tick, Tick, Boom, maybe? Makes sense, probably. Yeah. Emily Osment was nominated for some Netflix show. Selena Gomez was nominated for Only Murders in the Building for the cast and for herself. So, did you see the, the viral video of her falling on the red carpet? No. Selena? Okay, I'll send it to you. Okay. It made waves. I just anyway. looked that up. I did. I forgot that the SAG Awards happened, and it looks like mm-hmm. Jessica Chastain won for the Eyes of Tammy Faye. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, do you know what else huh. is interesting? What? Uh, Vanessa Hudgens' comments about right. this. So <laughs> she was she was interviewed in the red carpet about how she feels about Olivia Rodrigo kind of taking over her role in High School Musical, since she stars in the series on Disney Plus, and so. Vanessa Hudgens is quoted in saying, I mean, it's so wild. I literally saw an Instagram post the other day that said Gabriela Montez and it wasn't me. And I was like, I'm sorry. She continued in saying, but Olivia's incredible and I'm such a huge fan of hers. Love her music. So it's amazing seeing High School Musical continue to live on. So obviously in the High School Musical TV show, the first season they put on uh, High School Musical, the play. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo is Gabriela. My question is, who's making a High School Musical video and putting Olivia Rodrigo as Gabriella? I know. <laughs> well, probably some of the tweens that don't know any better. I wonder, like, how that feels, having something that lives on, like, so iconic and it I being re- revisited without you. And, like, that's weird. This is, like, someone doing my stuff. But, I mean, do you think, like, she watched the episode that Lucas was in? I don't know. I don't know if they talk. I don't feel like they do. You don't think they... they you think she only talks to Ashley? I know that the High School Musical boys all talk. I would be shocked if... Like, Lucas would probably send Vanessa a text and she'd be like, Oh, sorry, I don't have this number saved. Oh, stop. That's what I think. <laughs> I think they all... I think they all have a group chat and they check in on each other once in a I while. I don't think they have a group chat. That's optimistic. I think, okay, let me rephrase this. I think Kenny has the leader of the group chat, and he is the glue that holds the cast together. In my opinion. Kenny definitely has a group chat with Julie and the Phantoms. (laughs) I don't want to talk about that. Why? Because it got canceled? No, I don't care. (laughs) It's just because I'm like... You and I were fans for like a month. We were. Exactly. Okay. And I stand by that month, but every time I get on the Time Machine podcast Instagram, because it follows Kenny Ortega, that's all he posts about. It is all he posts about. And so I'm like, of course, having a new child, the older child, aka High School Musical, gets no more love. And it's 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 just unfair to me. 
and I don't like it. And I don't like that kids are making fan edits of High School Musical and putting Olivia Rodrigo in there and not Baby V. <laughs> anyway. And not the under, and not the um, and not the unbelievable, indescribable Vanessa Hutchins. <laughs> anyway, next story. Lindsay Lohan is expanding her relationship with Netflix with a deal for two more original films in Ooh. which she'll star. The streamer announced. So Lindsay Lohan's deal comes sorry, following the, the attachment. Oh, Netflix. Oh, my God. I thought they were referring to Lindsay Lohan as, like, a Twitch streamer. No. (laughs) (laughs) Like, imagine referring to Lindsay Lohan as a streamer. (laughs) So, Lindsay Lohan's deal comes following her attachment to the new uh, Netflix Christmas movie called Falling for Christmas that should be coming out this holiday season. And so Netflix put out a statement and saying, we're so happy with our collaboration with Lindsay to date, and we're thrilled to continue our partnership with her. We look forward to bringing more of her films to our members around the world. So I'm excited. I think nowadays, like the 2000s culture is being reexamined. Yeah. Especially like, it's weird how we like treated like 17 year olds who got caught getting drunk. And, you know, I mean, yeah. Lindsay Lohan like did like do some like DUIs and that wasn't. I'm also just kind of noticing okay that like. Right? All of our child stars from this era are, like, fine. And, like, the era of child stars, like, going on severe benders was, like, a 2000s thing. Mm -hmm. Like, 90s, 2000s. I don't think we've had a major, like, 2010s. Well, maybe Bella Thorne. But even then, like, that's not nearly as Oh, you're talking about, like, um... Like, yeah, I mean, I think because by then, the Lindsay Lohan was the sacrificial lamb. Yeah. And... So they know like what would happen. If, I mean, I'm sure a lot of these people that aren't caught in the media are doing it behind closed doors, which is fine. But sure, you know what I mean. We just haven't had like a public meltdown. No, no, no. I think the last one to that caliber would be Amanda Bynes. Which did you see? <gasps> yes, she, she petitioned fi- to. Yes. yes, and the good thing about this. Uh, kind of bringing you back Disney-wise, uh, the difference between this situation and Britney's situation is the parents are on board with her trying to get out of the conservatorship. So, which I think is a good sign. That is good. I think if the people who um, put you in the conservatorship, not put, but are in charge of the conservatorship are like agreeing that she can get out of it, I think it's a good sign. Amanda, please. <laughs> I mean, please. I love Mana, please. Um, so are you going to check out the um, Lindsay Lohan Christmas the movie? The Lohan trilogy, it sounds like. I just hope it's not a Vanessa Hudgens Christmas trilogy. I know. Does it, it, Did it sound like she signed on for just three separate films or was it part of this it just like, sound, series? It sounds like just three She's going to be doing more Netflix original yeah, stuff. Yeah, so it could not, just be... Not a sequel to this. It could just be a low-hand trilogy and that she's in all of them, which I think would be better. Which I I would like. I mean, I'm here for Lindsay Lohan renaissance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, so this is an interesting note that we're going to start on because you brought this to my attention. It, re- it revolves around Disney Plus. Yes. So starting on March 16th, parental controls will be added to, to Disney Plus to allow for more mature content. 
The first mature content on Disney Plus will be Marvel Originals, The Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defender, and The Punisher. So it's all the shows that used to be on Netflix that they just took off Netflix and now they're putting them on Disney Plus. And since they're Marvel and Disney owns Marvel. I am irate at this news. <laughs> right. Because and it I feel means like... that the, their whole reasoning behind the Lizzie McGuire reboot being too adult for their platform is now moot. Yeah. <laughs> There's no reason why I can't be on it anymore. <laughs> if it was called Marvel Studios Lizzie McGuire, I think it would be up and running in no time. I mean, I saw some people in the comments being like, no, Disney is a family space. I mean, it's kind of great that you can go from watching Luke Cage and then an episode of uh, Hickleytown Heroes. Right. Like, I love that they have, like, all the way down to Disney Junior, like, all the way up to, like, Kardashians now. Yeah. It's quite the spread. I just, I mean, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I know Hillary Duff says it's kind of in limbo. And what that says to me is, and it wasn't going to be part of the news because I felt like we've uh, reported on it to death because nothing's really changed. But she said she's like still open to it, even if it's like Lizzie at 40, because she feels like fans would still want to know like where Lizzie ended up. Yeah. Um, And now I think the ball, I think the ball has always been in Disney's court because she said, because she said in the interview, they asked her for years to do a Lizzie reboot and she goes no 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 and then finally she said she think they kind of just Disney Plus was like so new yeah it was like I think it was like going to be one of the first originals and I think they were just so excited that Hillary Duff finally said yes and so they were like yeah and then they finally got it on the ball and they're like I don't think we're ready for this yet so maybe maybe before the year's up we'll get some something Maybe. it was like if that sweet I, life spinoff idea that dylan and cole had like went a little bit further and actually was in production and then disney was like Mm-mm. i think the fact that it's a disney proper um uh uh what's the word disney proper content like it says like it has the disney brand on it yeah they're more like <gasps> you yeah. know not because it's marvel I guess. But I'm like, okay. I guess. I don't care. I mean, I love Marvel as much as the next person, but I don't want... Disney Plus is basically all the originals are Marvel or Star Wars. Yeah. That's all it is. Pretty much. I'm like, I only go on there to watch, like, reruns of stuff. Um, um, you well, are erasing Home Sweet Home Alone, sir. And I'll keep erasing it. <laughs> I'll use my... <laughs> I'll, use, I'll use my whiteout as well. All right, final story, and it's a little bittersweet, and it's part of a segment we like to call Romano Roundup. Uh-oh. It's Christy Carlson Romano. So, Christy Carlson Romano just posted a video called My Last Vlog. <laughs> so, she has announced that she's taking a break from her famous walk and talks for a while just to focus on new stuff. She described it as such a a great way to kind of like relaunch her herself into people's memories and to present day. And she goes, she's very aware of all the memes on Twitter and she loves them all. But she said, this is kind of like an end to this chapter to open up a next one. She said, she's going to go into the world of podcasting so we can all welcome to the family. Christine. <laughs> we love to have hey, you. Hey, Give so us a she- shout. Let us give your pod a shout, Christy. Right, right, right. So she's going to have two 
uh, podcasts. One is called Vulnerable with Chrissy Carlson, Carlson Romano, where she's going to have guests on just talk about, I, I'm assuming, vulnerable things. And then the next one called I Hear Voices, which she's going to be hosting with Will Friedle, who she was on Kim Possible with. He voiced Ron Stoppable. Oh, um, that's exciting. And so she she also gave a little behind the scenes about her vlogs work, since this is maybe the last one. So she reveals that she walks the same trail every time. It's just kind of a big circle. And she finally revealed who is behind the camera. Who was it? It's uh, it's not her husband. Dang. Uh, it's not Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Um, it's, I forget what he, she said his name was, but it's like a guy like literally holding a tripod yeah, and like, kind of like walking backwards and he's like her editor and he's a very nice guy. And so, well, gosh, that's kind of Christy pour one out for Christy. The memes. I know. Like we made, we made that Romano roundup soundbite. Yeah. And she rounded it up. (laughs) She rounded out. (laughs) Well, I guess we could still, if they, if they talk of anything of note on their impossible mm-hmm. pod we could always bring but, that up uh my just like going down memory lane of like well yeah all but the at memes least, at least she has the good sense to end something while it's still good right right so best of luck to you christy well, best of luck and that's all for disney 4 on 1 wow that is a perfect story to end on based on mm-hmm. what we are talking about today. Uh, but before we speak of Christy Cross and Romano, we are going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Throw on your Jinkos, Baby Tees, and Doc Martens, grab your Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper, and join Jackie and Danielle on a journey to the late 90s as we reminisce about the movies of our youth on the No More Late Fees podcast. Don't forget your flannel and butterfly clips. And remember, be kind and rewind. Uh, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we both tried to go for it. Um, so, like I said, speaking of Christy Carlson Romano, today is uh, the first day of our episodes in March, and we decided to do music in March, month of music. Um, month of music. All this yep. month, we are talking about Disney Channel episodes that feature the cast starting a band. Yeah. Uh, to and varying you, degrees. It, of which result. is a great, like, <laughs> which is like, there were more. We narrowed it down to four, yeah, and there was a lot more that we could pick. Yeah, many of them, which is funny. So we narrowed it down to kind of like the four that kind of stood out to us. So um, yeah, just like Becca said, yeah. we're starting a uh, month of music. And we're starting off with uh, Even Stevens, Battle of the Bands. So it aired on November 24th. 2000. And it was the episode right before the last Even Stevens episode we talked about, Hag of a Hanukkah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Wow. We're going in order. How about backwards. that? <laughs> oh, backwards. How about that? Um, so, yeah, basically, this is kind of what the, the title is a great uh, explanation of what the episode's about. Uh, Lewis starts a band to get hired for a party, and uh, Ren joins it and is kind of steering the ship in a way Lewis doesn't want. So he creates his own band, and they kind of battle out to see who gets to be played at the party. So. Let's get into it. What'd you think of the episode? It was fun. Yeah, I, again, I don't want to like say things with like my rose colored glasses because like I grew up on the show, but I still think it's like one of the strongest Disney Channel shows. Yeah, there were a lot of like, honestly, elevated musical references in this. Like the bands are called Uh like the Louis Stevens Experience. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. like, it's just like, there were a couple of jokes that were really, really solid. I I mean, all the acting is good. It was just like, Uh it's yeah. Yeah. So the episode opens with 
Ren, and I always forget, like, Ren's obviously a type A personality, but I don't know if you notice, like, the things in her room, but she has a big bulletin board filled with post-its. Yeah. Like, on her wall, and I was like, and just a great set dressing note, and she hears a bunch of ruckus, a ruckus going on downstairs, and Lewis and his friend Twitty are, formed a band called, uh, what do they call it? The, the... The, not the Twiggy Project. Is that the what Twiggy? His name is Twitty. <laughs> the Twitty Project. The, the the Twitty Project or something like that. Um, yeah, and so they are forming a band. And what do you think of the band so far? I thought it was it. so funny that they were doing the introductions, and then it turned out like Lewis wasn't even in the band. He was their manager. Oh yeah, yeah, which I think is perfect. And we get a, we get a like a. Um, a dream sequence of Lewis being rich and famous and on his and with him are knockoff Britney Spears and Jennifer Lopez. Yes. And I thought that was uh, so A lot funny. of dream sequences in this episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of horny mm-hmm. dream sequences in this episode. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's this scene that they mention they are trying out to be a band at one of the uh, at a high school party. Yeah. Because Lewis so is that- like what um what's the point of like doing this if we're not going to build up to an audition like then we're just like what drinking soda and having fun in the basement and um Twitty's like yeah "Yeah." (laughs) um so it begs the question one did you ever want to start a band and two did you ever go to a high school party that had live music no to the high school party but i did start a band in high school tell me everything we were tell going, me everything we were more. going to be a fallout boy cover band um i named us disloyal order after the fallout boy song disloyal order of water buffaloes um <laughs> it, it was going to be me and one of my friends are going to be the singers we had bass and we had guitar um and she was like in choir and she thought she was really good and she was like belting and skrelting um and it got to the point, we only had one rehearsal, but I was like, this, I don't know about this. Like, I. Where did y'all rehearse? My living room. Yeah. And like with live instruments and everything. Yeah. my. I mean, you know my mom. I, I just can't imagine. <laughs> I just can't imagine having like teenage, it's one thing to have teenagers in your basement. Yeah. Doing instruments, but like in your living room. Oh, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> Oh my gosh, um, so that's so we, cool. The one rehearsal we had, we did a cover of Sugar We're Going Down. Is there any uh, recording? No, of, of course not, because that was Dang. all that we did. And then I told the bassist, who was also, I don't think we were dating yet. I think I just had a crush on him, but he was my boyfriend in high school eventually. I was like, I don't think I can be the singer. I think I'll just sit back and be y'all's photographer while you rehearse. And oh. then we never had another rehearsal, so it didn't matter. Oh, <laughs> that makes who knows what could have came if you guys stuck it out i don't know Where, i'm gonna do it behind the music so. <laughs> uh but of course there's uh back to the episode but they're looking for a lead singer and they're holding auditions and first things first the the poster that they make for the auditions lame i said like, no one would like you gotta make it it's literally like yellow paper with with like bold uh bold writing like well, looking for hot singers clearly they went for quantity over quality because lewis covers like every inch of the high school with these posters he puts them on like a whiteboard that the teacher like pulls down uh, yeah. you see it on a dog that's walking in the street like taped to the dog 
which uh-huh. based on the cast of characters that show up to be the singers, it would have had to have been like an all around town. Oh my gosh. Posting. The people I that love... showed up, it was like Cal Jacobs group of people in <laughs> the season finale of Euphoria. Cal Jacobs. Cal Jacobs. Like his, the people not, that not he you had in the warehouse. Not you referencing his brothel. <laughs> yes. That's when we watched the finale of Euphoria, I said, I don't need to see his brothel. No. Um, but I, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so they, they have a, and I love a good bad audition montage. Oh, of course. A Disney Channel staple. Uh, fun fact, when they did like a, a showing of everyone waiting in line in the living room. To audition, you notice the old man in the back with the bandana? Mm -hmm. That is Shia LaBeouf's real father. Oh, my gosh. So, which is like... Oh, you had like... I've seen Honey Boy, and I'm like, ew. Oh, no. Eek. You Mm. have the, like, the country lady. You have a punk girl. You have the little little boy, somebody's son. He was honestly getting it. He was the best one they had. He may have been better than Ren. As Lewis calls him the freaky dancer guy. Yeah. Well, that was his only fall is that he started just like dancing in the middle of the song. And then there was somebody else. There was just like a, oh, just like a quiet person. Yeah. Always a quiet um, person in these. Yeah. It's so funny and then there's to be like, quiet. Oh, yeah. Especially like when you're auditioning for something that ha- makes you have to be loud. Wait, before um, they have the montage though, isn't that when um, Ren meets the boy who the party is for i think like, you see the montage then it cuts to ren and then when she meets the guy and then she goes to audition i was trying to figure out where my notes were because at. they can't find anyone the one girl in the so punk you... fit that keeps burping too oh yeah Brittany broski <laughs> Brittany broski <laughs> i have been listening um, so... to her podcast and she and there's been eight episodes so far and not an episode has gone by that she hasn't belched it's her thing <laughs> it's gross she has good. She has a good digestive system. <laughs> um. So yeah, while Lewis is having auditions for his band, Ren goes to the to the kitchen and talks to her brother Donnie and his friend Jason. I believe a yeah, generic Jason, name that's having the the party is is having the party. And then we cut to a dream sequence when Jason and Ren meet, and Ren imagines them on a beach, like, <laughs> and he's a gymnast. And so while they're running on the beach, he does like a. <laughs> a tuck and roll and it was, was i like laughed like, it was funny what is happening <laughs> but then in her braces like her braces i smiling at him yeah and of course he was like are you gonna be at the party she goes yeah i, th- I think i'll stop by and so he leaves and donnie goes you're not allowed to go to this party because you're a middle donnie school. turns around after jason leaves the kitchen and just goes no 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 right <laughs> Where are the parents in this? There's no parents in this whole they episode. They are not. I guess they are on extended vacay. They're on an extended vacay. someone would have had to stop Lewis from committing the kitchen crime that he commits later. In this oh episode. my gosh, yes. With like the thickest bread I've ever seen. <laughs> um. So yeah, Donnie forbids Ren to go to the party, but then Ren points out that Lewis is allowed to go to the party and he goes, no, no, no. Lewis's band is allowed to go to the party if they make the cut. So that's what uh, prompts Ren to go audition so he can get to the party. Yeah. And I think we, oh wait, before, before we get further out of this scene, when he leaves and he's like, see you, Ren. She goes, ta-ta. Oh yeah. And then she's like, 
Ta-ta. Like, so mad at herself. Always, Ta-ta is just a funny word. It is funny. So, um, so yeah, then Ren gives the, gets the idea to go audition for Lewis's band. Yeah. And none of their singers I think, were good, apparently. Um, and I think we should talk about Ren's audition. I love how they've found ways to work Christy Carlson singing into the plot. I know. And I said, not them trying to make Christy a rock girl. I know. Like some of the stuff she was singing, like, I know that she can be pop because I've obviously heard her on the Kim Possible soundtrack. But in this, mm-hmm. she's and I have very, <laughs> she's very operatic musical on some of yeah. the notes in the lines. Also, the lyric now she scores higher than the whole arcade made me nervous yeah like, is that about a body count i don't i thought that too my sacramento girl and then her awkward like like her jerky yeah. herky dance moves that she then teaches the whole band to do right Awful. and so finally they're obviously gonna let her in the band because no one else with talent showed up and lewis doesn't want that to happen because he knows how Ren is, I loved how Ren is and Ren's going to immediately take it over. as soon as Ren finishes singing for what is presumably her audition, she's like, "That was great, guys, but next time we do it, can we do it a little more like this?" Yeah, like very presumptuous. If I was, if I was Lewis and my sister did that, I'd be like, "Oh, imagine, imagine like going to an audition for like musical theater and you do your sixteen bars and then you go like you turn to the company and you're like, okay, that was great, but when I'm on the stage there, you're gonna have to do it different." I'm sure Leah Michelle did that once or twice. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I don't know. So, yeah. And then we get a montage of Ren kind of taking control of the band. Yes. Bleaching the the bassist's hair. Uh And then she teaches them this weird dance move. (laughs) It's awful. It's It's so awkward. But I was thinking the entire time, I said, they can't dance. They got to play the instruments. Right. Like, is she wanting them all to do a two-step while they're like... Rock it out. It's like not the drummer. He's got a drum. He's got a drum. And so Lewis is like watching them and he notices that the band is liking her being in there. And he's like, she's taking control. She's taking control. Um, and so he, uh, calls the band into his room. Uh, this scene so they was can have incredible. A meeting. So they can, so they can have a meeting. And <laughs> so, yeah, like Becca said, Ren bleaches the, one of the band members' hair, and Lewis is like, Ren's taking control. And they're like, no, she's just like adding really great elements to the band. And he's going, he's making, she's making you look like Cisco. <laughs> Which, for those of you who don't know, Cisco was a singer in the early 2000s, really only known for his one song, The Fallen yeah, Star. This whole scene is a, is a of 2000s references because it took, it took a loop. It took a but turn. But I love it. Um, oh, I Lewis, thought it was great. Lewis but... calls this meeting and he's like explaining. He's basically like, so is Ren in or is Ren out? And then it cuts to the band having like a survivor montage. Talking to the camera. Each one of them comes up to the camera and like says something possibly misleading. And then they're like, oh, but I know exactly who I have to vote for. And then you see them writing. And then they all show <laughs> Lewis the paper and they all say Lewis out. And he's like, oh, guys, that wasn't really an option. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end My of the scene, was... the chef's kiss on the scene, all of the band members turn off the lamps in Lewis's home and they leave. Uh-huh. It was perfect. Uh, my favorite thing was when, and like they use like actual paper that you would see in Survivor. Yeah, it was like parchment paper. And they had the like, and they have like music going. Yeah, the music. My favorite was the drummer 
just went up to the camera and just kind of like shook his uh, drumsticks. But yeah, I thought that was that was great. It was so 2000s. It, it, it took it took me like aback for a second when Twitty started talking to the camera. Oh, I knew what they were doing like, immediately. It took me a second to realize what was happening. I was like, "What?" And so they kick Lewis out of the band. Yeah, and, and Lewis gets Lewis... depressed, and he goes to the kitchen and makes what is called the gooey gobbler, which is peanut butter and turkey. Absolutely, fa- and he the... makes like nine of them, and he's like, "Nothing like cures thickest... it better." It's such thick white bread. I wasn't even sure that there was anything real. on the ones on the plate. Yeah, it was really nasty. It was so yuck. And then Jason, and so then Jason comes by to see what Donnie's up to. And that's when Lewis figures out that the only reason Ren wanted to join the band is because she wanted to get the party to, um, for J- her and Jason to yeah. slur. And then Jason walks in and he's like, I could never say no to a gooey gobbler. And he eats well, one. Yeah, you can. You, you, and then you he's can, like, you Ren, be- you should also have one. Yeah, like peer pressure. Never give in to anyone who's asking you to eat a gooey, go- a gooey, go- gooey gobbler. Does the gooey gobbler ever no. make a reappearance? I have no idea. Because I Googled even Steven's gooey gobbler to, like, see if it was something to, like... The thought crossed my mind, should we try the gooey gobbler for the podcast? But I think I would rent. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me, don't make me. I just told the audience, just say no if someone asks you to try a gooey gobbler. You did, and then you said no, so good for you. And so... Thank you. I also loved when so, Ren entered the scene and she was like, little brothers can be quite boisterous. Like, that man knows what that <laughs> oh, word means. Oh, yeah. When um, Jason goes, hey, can can you guys tell uh, Donnie that I'm here? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And he screams at the top of his lungs, Donnie, to get his attention. Yeah. I can tell you the amount of times growing up with two sisters and a brother and my mom or someone's like, hey, can you get your sister or your brother or your dad? And we all would just be like, Dad, Mom wants you. Yeah, it's so fun. And then my mom would always be like, I could have done that. <laughs> like, why'd you ask? Um, and so then that's when Lewis just, so after Lewis finds out that that's really all he, what Ren wanted and Ren's been taking over and he just got kicked out of the band, he decides to form his own band well, for, with his he other calls, friends. Before that scene is over, like while they're still in the room, he calls Ren over to the where they do like a fridge huddle where the, both of their heads are in the yeah. fridge and they're talking. I love, to I love a good POV. I love a good POV. You're the mustard in the fridge. <laughs> I loved how. Um, I mean, the shot was just funny, but I loved how it was like milk, like generic milk, generic soda, label turned around. But then as soon as they close the fridge, you see Mott and Dannon. Right. Like the okay, like we know who paid you. <laughs> Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, Lewis decides so, yeah, to they- start his own band with Tawny and whatever the other guy's name is. Um, uh, um. Oh gosh, the little blonde boy the- that's like a computer nerd. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, was it Tom? Tom, 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 Tom. Yep, Tom. Yeah, it was Tom. And they're both like. Well, they decide that Tom can just write, like, a beat on his computer and just, like, push play. Mm-hmm. Essentially do, like, a Skrillex thing. Yeah, because none of them uh, know how to play instruments. Yeah. And Tawny's like, I don't know how to sing. And Lewis is like, you can just recite your poetry over the beat. And I have never seen myself in a Disney Channel character like I've seen myself I, in Tawny. Becca, 
I knew you were going to say that. Tawny is me. I am she. Like, when I saw her with the choker, I, like, every time I see her in an outfit, I see myself. And then when they cut to, um, it's skipping ahead, I guess, a little bit, but when they're actually rehearsing the Louis Stevens experience, he has Tom and Tawny in, like, metal, like, metallic jumpsuits and, like, crazy 80s hair. It's very Um, Flock of Seagulls, like, New Age. And she's singing singing her poetry over this like mm-hmm. but like beat and she yeah. just goes the sandals in my soul go flip flop flip flop the horsey in my heart goes clip clop clip <gasps> horse girl i know that's why i was like ah! can i tell you that is probably one of the most iconic even stevens things really the the bunny in my brain goes flip hip hop Hip hop. I mean, to me, I remember seeing that, and me and my siblings referenced. I just that loved what a punchy, like new age '80s reference it was. Like I I'm got it. I'm telling you, I think why even Stevens, uh, they've said those. They said this in interviews before that they didn't film on the Disney lot. Mm-hmm. They were kind of they were filmed like somewhere else, and when Liz McGuire came and they got so popular. Disney kind of focused all their energy on Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. And so I think what since like they were so far away and a lot of the and a lot of the Disney executives couldn't really like come there a lot. Um and their main focus was not that show. They could do whatever they want. Yeah. And by the time if they had an issue with it, it was already. I loved there. it. If anybody listens to eighties music, it was like a flock of seagulls meets um video killed the radio star. It was like very much yeah, the exactly. It was me. So, but, but like, yeah, Lewis decides to make a, make a band with Tawny and Tom and Tom, like we just said, brings up the idea that, oh, he can just make music with his uh, computer. Yeah. And Lewis goes, Tom, you're a genius. He goes, I know. I just wish I had social skills. (laughs) Very, very uh, Cody Martin joke to make. I know. And I laughed, but the way. The way Shia LaBeouf at like thirteen has such a great comedic performance. Oh my gosh! Okay, I mean, so they're in the basement, and Ren is having another very sensual hallucination of her feeding Jason a strawberry. Um, and I don't know what her hair was doing in this scene. Like when she turned to the right, I was like, "Oh, so big, so big, it's so big, big. and it's like frizzy." Um. But when they start rehearsing Sacramento Girl, they hear the Louis Stevens experience mm-hmm. upstairs. And both bands are like, louder, louder. And the yeah. house is, well, no, that's after. Um, she hears them uh, rehearsing upstairs and is like, what's going on? And they go upstairs. And this brilliant joke that got a loud cackle from me where Louis <laughs> is like, it's the Louis Stevens experience. And she's like, the only thing you're about to experience is pain. Brilliant. Like, both of their timings on it and the way they delivered it, it was so good. I laughed at that scene, but the way Lewis said his band name, he goes, it's the Lewis Stevens experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, the, like, it's it's one of, like, top tier performances from Christy and Shia. Oh, yeah. More, it's, it's just great. I mean, of course. And then... So, so obviously, yeah, then that. we get to the real, we get to the real battle of the band. Well, after that is when they're like, 
going louder, louder. And like each band is turning up their music louder yeah. and trying to drown out the other one. And it cuts to this like really bad flash animation of the house going like, like bursting <laughs> with sound. Like imagine if that actually happened to the house and you're like in the bathroom <laughs> and the house is going in and now you're like, oh no, <laughs> I'm on the toilet. Like somebody like, like comes you're... to, a plumber comes to the house and they're like, what happened? Every, what to the pipes? every pipe is disconnected and banged around. <laughs> every pipe is in a knot. So after what that, we are at the the real battle of the bands where Jason decides who's going to play at his party. And I loved also how they set Jason up as like kind of a stupid guy the entire episode. And then they get to his mm-hmm. basement and he's got a form and he's like, you'll be judged on these things. And then like the right. elevated terms that he uses to describe music, he says he will judge them on their skin tone. I, I, yep. My, my um. ears perked up like Scooby, my ears perked up like Scooby-Doo um. when he said that. I said, oh. And then when he said hair. Nice. Cuticles. Yeah. I was like, one. I don't know if I would enjoy a high school party if there was live music from my classmates. It would be so odd. It would be like, huh? Like, plug up. And then who would be paying attention to you? Like, you're just background noise. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, so each band gets to show what they got. And boy, did Christy show what she got. She is going what like, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, whoa, whoa. She's like, my mind is crazy. She's putting extra, like, riffs and tiffs on everything mm-hmm. to show off for mm-hmm. her man. <laughs> and then Lewis and his, Lewis Steven Experience. Well, Tawny goes. was way off beat when it started. She was so off beat. Of and then the computer. Which is just like, he's just standing there with a keyboard and it's like this tall, like gray hard drive of yesteryear. And it like bursts yeah. into flame, it shorts out and it doesn't work anymore. And yeah, Tom so. Tom makes a joke where Lewis is like, we have to fix your computer. What does he say? He's like, oh yeah, Basically, I can fix he's... it if you give me $600. Oh. Right. And ain't that the truth. Right. Ain't that the truth? As someone Whoa. who has had three broken screens on a MacBook, Christ. $600. Like, even $600 in 2001. When it was more. Like, imagine. Um, yeah, imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, nothing went as planned. No. I mean, I thought the, the, the Twitty, the Ren, the band that Ren is in, everything went according. It did, but Jason doesn't think so. He says oh, wait, it wasn't up when... to Jason to his standards. Well, before they get Jason kind of critiques both bands, Lewis is trying to stop the smoking, and doesn't he like fall into the the drum? Yeah, because then his head is poking out of the drum for the rest of this like scene. Right. It's like at least take off the drums, you fool. Yeah, but then Jason, the the guy who's auditioning the bands, took no mercy. Oh no! Oh no! He blasts them. Like when he when when he said to Ren, he says the vocal quality is fair, and she said, "What's wrong with my singing?" He and, and then like, he, you were yeah. just trying so, hard, trying so to hard to impress, impress me. me. It was pathetic. 
I was like, oh my God. Which then Lewis like defends Ren and is like, hey, the only person that can say that is me. And then he's like, and you! And then Rose right. like says that like nothing went right with Lewis Stevens and he's like a complete idiot or something doofus. like that. Yeah. And then Ren is like, nobody can call my brother a doofus except for me. He's like, yeah. So they Wait. they both decide to leave. Who says there was a line about my first love figure skating? And I can't remember what? who said it, but it was really funny. My first love is figure skating. Yeah. So they both is, both bands are like, we don't even play for your party anyway. Yeah. You're a jerk. And they both leave. But he's like, started. he's like, okay, fine. I said, obviously your party's not that big. If only, these two bands are the only ones who want to, want to perform. Right. right. I expected so many more, like based on the thing and like the criteria and the fact that he has a fully typed out, like thick form yeah. when he said i never went to the beach with you and she said and you never will right. like there's just so many iconic oh it was the um the bassist with the bleached hair he's like when this is mm-hmm. over i'm going back to my first love figure skating <laughs> there were just so many like good little deliveries and blips in this episode yeah and so i guess they put their differences aside real fast mm-hmm. and because at first the idea was because everyone in Twitty's band, except for Rent, and everyone in, in Lewis's band, except for Lewis, were like, oh, why don't we just form one super band? Yeah. And Rent and Lewis are obviously like, no, we're doing this separate. And so after everything goes south at the audition, they decide to form one big band. And Lewis is like, I think we have a gig. And it's revealed to be performing at a children's birthday party. Where the clown turns around and makes the rock on symbol to them as he makes balloon animals. And it's called the Twitty Stevens Connection. Another good musical reference. Um, And and Tawny is singing? No. They gave her a microphone, but she doesn't sing at all. She's doing the, like, ASL interpretations, I guess. Um, and they just have Tom standing in the back with a computer keyboard, like dancing. Right. And Lewis is also. But it's funny because they don't see the. uh, I don't know if I said the band name right. I said you did. It's the it's the Twitty Stevens Connection. Yeah. Which is the first of many appearances of the Twitty. Uh, this band, the Twitty Stevens Connection. Oh, interesting. It's it's a it's a running thing throughout the rest of the show. Okay. So every now and then. Nice. So there's an actual sequel to this episode wow. that airs like a couple seasons later. And the whole episode is framed like a behind the music episode. That's so everything's so like cool. with So everything's with like talking heads. Yeah. And that's the whole episode. Oh my gosh. Um Yeah, they they appear again a couple more times as a band, as a band. Which I think is I think it's fun. Yeah. Because that adds, you know, a lore, lore to the St- even Stevens universe. And then the episode ends with Ren having a dream of Jason falling on the beach and getting attacked by a lobster. And then you see her in bed like, hmm. <laughs> I loved this. I thought this was a great episode. I really enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Um, I think it was... I. I really like a lot of the Even Stevens episodes. I think I've said it once or twice. Yeah. It was one of the most, more of us, the smart children's shows out there. It was. I mean, you can tell that it was. 
Mm-hmm. And I think since this is the month of music and every episode of a TV show that we're going to cover this month involves a band. I think one, we have to rank the episode of how hard it rocked. <laughs> and two, you just said that would you so, like, <laughs> I know so intensely. I think I'm going to say it every time. And I think we should see like, would this be a good band in real life? Okay. So, so, um, so let's start with how hard did a rock out of, out of, out of five, five? um, I'd, I'd give it a five out of five, five out of five for me as well. Five out of five. It was good. This is good. Strong up. And do you think this is like, would be a good band in real life? The, the Steven, the, why can't I never get this name? The Twitty Stevens connection. The Twitty Stevens connection. Or the Steven, or the Twitty band, or the Lewis Stevens experience. Um, There's so many bands in this Twitty episode. Project, good for a high school, project. but not uh-huh. IRL. Um, Lewis Stevens experience has potential. Has some underground. As a, yeah, like underground, like new potential. age, new wave, like everybody. I, mm-hmm. Somebody would be into it. Um, right. Twitty Stevens connection, I think possibly. I think a lot of people would be confused as to why there's three band members up there doing nothing. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) I just know Christy got this script and she was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I cannot wait to sing. Yeah, probably. You know, which is always a good time. Always a good time. But do you know what is always a good time? Reading Disney Channel. You're reading Disney Channel. You're reading Disney Channel. All right. You're reading Disney Channel is a segment we like to do on the show when we talk about a specific TV show or movie. And since we're talking about the Even Stevens episode, Battle of the Bands, we're going to be reading a scene from it. So all you need to know from this scene is this is when uh, Lewis finds out the real reason Ren wanted to join the band. And after he's been kicked out, he threatens Ren that he is going to get the spot of the band performing at the party the with his own band. This is the fridge huddle, baby. Nice. So you can be Ren or Lewis. I'll be Ren. All right. So yeah, just imagine we got to like put ourselves in the fridge I'll huddle. I'll be the queen of the butterfly clips and the blue sweater that she wore about <laughs> nine times in this episode. Right. Exactly. All right. And action. Are you trying to embarrass me? You like that Jason guy, huh? What? Yeah, yeah, now it all makes sense. Donnie wouldn't let you go to the party, so you had to get in my bed. That is ridiculous. Nope, it all makes sense now, but it doesn't matter because you're never going to get to that party. Really? And why not? Because I'm coming out with a hot new band, mm-hmm. Okay, bring them on, delusion lad. My band's going to blow your band out of the water. Slam the fridge. <laughs> Slam the fridge and scene. Such a good dynamic between Ren and Lewis. Brotherly, sisterly rivalry. Um, so what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? My Disney Channel lesson is that if you're going to have a band that's based entirely around technology, make sure you have a backup hard drive. Mm, that's a good band. That's um, a good band? My, I mean, that's a good <laughs> lesson. My Disney Channel lesson is... Oof. If you like want to like a, a sna- if you want to make a snack when you're down in the dumps, maybe don't do turkey and peanut butter. Yeah, like be careful what you pair with peanut butter. Just be careful. 
Nothing wrong with just eating some Oreos. Peanut butter is not a universal condiment. And I know some people think mm-hmm. it is. All right, Becca, if people wanna go if people wanna see how the bunny in your head goes hip hop, hip hop, where can they find you? You can find me, Tawny 2.0, at Heyo It's Becca, H-E-Y-O. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner, for the uh, final few Robin Williams reviews on my YouTube channel. And check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We are YGSSG Podcast on all the socials. And if you want to find me, how the bunny in my head goes hip hop, hip hop, you can find me on Instagram at Real Hunter Martin. Twitter, uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Twitter? Do I have a Twitter? Yes, I do. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Twitter is at H. I don't know my Twitter is right now. It's H. Cameron Martin. H. Cameron Martin. Thank you. At uh, H. Cameron Martin. And if you want to follow and keep up to date with everything about this podcast, type in the Time Machine on all the socials. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine podcast. You'll find us. Uh, rate and review us. Leave us a comment. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. DM us. We love talking to you guys on all the social medias. We think it's really cool when you guys reach out because we want you guys to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. So, yeah. All right. So, first entry in the month of music down. Next on deck is a band from San Francisco. Nothing feels better than feeling the love, which we'll feel feel next week. Uh, definitely make sure right. that you check out No More Late Fees as well, the podcast that we plugged in this episode. They have been mm-hmm. very, very kind to us, giving us lots of advice through our journey as a budding yes. podcast. They are amazing. Yes. They're amazing. And if you love like nostalgic stuff that we cover, that that's right up your alley. It absolutely is. And until next time, we will see you later, time travelers. Always buckle your seatbelts. Ah!